Gals Getting Your Edge podcast. I am your host, Nate. And I'm your other host, Vatsa. And today we're going to talk about is renting throwing away money? Hot topic, painful topic, but I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, no, it's a it's a touchy topic too. Um, and you know, I think the thing that you are told a lot when you graduate college is that as soon as you can, you should buy a home because Renting is throwing away money, and you're just putting money into your landlord's pocket. So a lot of people are just like, oh, I should buy a house, whatever. And it's not always the right answer, and we wanted to explore it more and more. Um, There's so many factors that you should consider when deciding when to rent or buy, such as, like, where do you want to live? What price is a home that you want to purchase? Is the price of the home you want to purchase similar to the lifestyle that you get if you were to rent the exact same apartment somewhere else? How much money do you want to put down as your down payment on the house? Is this a location you can see yourself living in for a while, etc.? So many questions. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of pros and cons to both, as with honestly everything in life. But for me, I live in New York and I there's no way I could buy a place here, especially right now. I mean, first of all, the market is crazy. Second of all, you have to pay crazy HOA fees and things like that where, you know, I really think about it and living here makes sense for me right now. Uh, and I think living here allows me to live a certain lifestyle that I know I want to have in my 20s, right? So that's kind of my argument. Um, but, you know, I, I am sometimes like, oh, if I bought a house, I could have a yard um, and have all these other things. But then the trade-off is, oh, do I get to do all these things that I get to do in New York? So, Again, if I were to come back home in Columbus and and live there, then I absolutely would consider buying my own place. It just makes sense, especially if I'm planning on staying there a little bit longer. I think that's a growing housing market as well, where if you have a property, you know, people have said it's easier to rent it out. But at the end of the day, buying a home as a primary residence is often a lifestyle choice. It's not an investment choice. I even dream about potentially being a nomad and just traveling to different places and states every month or countries in lieu of renting. And I think I have plenty other ways I'm investing and I'm perfectly fine not buying a house. Yes, I agree. I think that a lot of people think that your primary residence is an investment. And I think it can be sometimes just depending on the market and whatever. But a lot of times we're pouring more money into our primary residences that we own than we realize. And it's not actually benefiting us as much financially as we may think, even though you're building up equity and that's all great. There's still renovations, there's home maintenance, there's repairs that can come up that you don't expect. And it's not always fun to deal with those. So I agree. Like right now for us at the age we're at, It's so nice to rent and not have to worry about, you know, our furnaces. We can just like go on our merry way and focus on directing our investments elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, like the lifestyle that you're choosing is very much dependent on where you want to live or where you're choosing to live. Um, So, you know, for me, New York City, I can go to my favorite bagel shop, walk down the East River, pay $0 in maintenance costs, like Maeve mentioned, $0 in HOA, $0 in taxes, at least that kind in terms of property taxes. And I have the flexibility to move essentially wherever I want and live my best life in the future. No strings attached. So again, like 
I just can't emphasize enough that this is a lifestyle choice, right? So if buying a home is the right choice for you and the numbers work for you, fantastic. I'm so happy for you. And I think you should absolutely do what you are doing. But with all the pressure that comes around buying a property, this just isn't the case for everyone. And saying a blanket statement of buying a home is a good investment or renting is throwing away money, honestly, in my opinion, helps no one. And honestly, people are more than ha- uh, welcome to disagree with me. I just think this is my personal opinion at this point in my life. I think it makes sense when you're ready to settle down somewhere. So maybe at some point, renting might be throwing away money if you looked, if you do the math. And sure, a house at that point makes sense. But again, I think, especially our generation, we put this pressure on ourselves like, oh, we have to be doing this and we have to be doing that. Or, oh, so-and-so bought a house. Like, should I be buying a house? But I think first really think about the lifestyle aspect. I think, think about what are your goals? Where do you want to be? What makes you happy? And even in my personal opinion, you know, right now I prefer renting, but I'm guarantee you there may be a time in my life when the markets change that I might prefer buying and you know now versus 15 years could look very different I really agree I think that we're setting expectations for our generation that you know you need to own a house like it's the American dream and it's just like not practical for everyone I know for me I live in Columbus Ohio which is a very different cost of living to Vatsa but I'm in the same situation I love the area I live in and to own a home here, I would, you know, have to put down so much more money and to get the equivalent of my apartment in a house, you know, same square footage, similar, you know, amenities, et cetera, I would be paying twice, maybe three times as much as I am right now. And if I wanted to pay the same amount I'm paying in rent right now in Columbus, Ohio, but have a house. I would have to live like 45 minutes outside the city, which is so far away from where all my friends are, where all the parks I like to go to are, my favorite restaurants. And so I derive a lot of value from the location I'm in and the flexibility I have that, you know, if I were to pick up and move to Texas or something, I can just move. I don't have to sell my house or worry about anything. I can just move. And just so we all know, Vatsa and I are talking about primary residences, not necessarily multifamily. We are aware that multifamily houses and doing house hacking is a very different ballpark. And oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about that. That's If you can house hack, great. I'm so jealous. Good for you. We're just talking about primary residences. Yeah, maybe I think that's an awesome clarification. It's okay to not know any of this too. Like, what do you want? regardless of your age, I think things figure itself out and there's no rush to do certain things, right? And then again, like if you're interested in investing in real estate, but don't actually want to buy a house, consider REITs. REITs, what are they? R-E-I-T. Or any of these neat platforms that are coming out. I get ads all the time. I haven't tried them. I think I've invested in a couple of different REITs personally in my portfolio, but I always get ads for CrowdStreet, YieldStreet, and essentially these are companies that are similar to like any brokerage, like a Robinhood or whatever, and they help you buy pieces of some sort of real estate or investment. And a REIT is essentially like a fund, like a mutual fund, 
but it's typically focused on some sort of real estate. So what is a REIT? The actual definition, it's a real estate investment trust that is owned by a company. And in most cases, it operates based on income producing real estate. So REITs own many type of commercial real estate, including office space, apartment buildings, warehouses, hospitals, shopping centers, hotels, and commercial forests. So some REITs engage in financing this real estate, but you can buy a REIT like how you would buy a stock. Many of them are listed on major stock exchange platforms and REIT focused mutual funds also exist. So what's funny is that my boyfriend used to work at a REIT and they own like malls around Ohio and stuff. And I didn't realize what it was at the time, but you can just buy one stock of it and it can help diversify your entire investment portfolio because then you are partially invested into real estate and not just the stock market. So if the stock market were to crash, but the real estate market was untouched, then your portfolio is a lot more redundant and has more safety built into it. So when it comes time to deciding, should I rent or should I buy? There's a couple of things that you really need to be factoring in. I think one great resource you can use is NerdWallet has a rent versus buy calculator. And basically, you just put in your information and it will compare, you know, the price of renting versus the price of owning a home and tell you which one is more strategic. With this calculator and with many other rent versus buy calculators, some of the factors they take into account are where do you want to live, such as are you going to live in a high cost of living like San Francisco or you're going to live in a you know, low cost of living area like Wichita. Second thing is the home's purchase price. Third, the down payment. How much are you going to put down? Are you going to do an FHA loan and just put down 3.75% or are you going to do a conventional loan of 20% down? The fourth thing is the term of your mortgage. Are you doing 30 year fixed, 30 year variable, 15 year fixed, 15 year variable? What those things mean is that when you buy a home, you need to get money from a lender to pay for the house. And then you take that loan, your home loan, and you pay it off every month. Now, you can have that loan extend over a 15-year period, paying every month for 15 years, or a 30-year period. On top of that, you have an interest payment that you will have to pay in addition to your mortgage. So I know during COVID, interest rates were at like 3%, which is super good. Sometimes they're at like 6%. However, you will hear 3% fixed or like 3% variable. And what that means is 3% fixed means that your interest rate cannot fluctuate as the market goes up and down, but a variable rate can fluctuate. So anyway, point being, factor into your equation, what is the term of the mortgage you are looking to get? Number five, how long do you think you will live there? A rule of thumb I hear a lot of time is that if you are not planning on living somewhere for more than two years, you should not buy. And the last factor to consider is what is the cost of renting a very similar home or apartment in your same area? Definitely put all of these in your equation, like do the math. Don't just blindly be like, yeah, this is a good idea. I should do it. Like really think about it and do the math. Like your down payment is huge too, right? Because you could be putting down a lot of cash and then people forget to factor that in their cost. Sometimes people are like, oh my God, I put like $20,000 for a house. But then you're forgetting all of the interest, all of the other stuff that you're going to charge. Like, don't just look at one component of 
the equation, you have to take into account all of these six items, right? So the purchase price, the down payment, the mortgage, interest rate, all of that stuff. And also like, how long are you planning on using it? It's a big process. It's a long process in some cases. You want to make sure you're getting your time back as well as how much money you're going to save or live there. One thing I see a lot with people our age is that they will go on Zillow and they will see like a like a house for like 400000 and then they see, oh, it's just a $2,500 a month mortgage payment. Sometimes on Zillow, they are counting interest and other stuff, but that number Zillow is showing you is the number they want you to see. What a lot of people don't understand is that when you are paying your home payment every month, you have a lot more costs than just paying towards a mortgage. So when you pay towards a mortgage, you're building equity. So that's money that you still have. You're putting it into the house. And when you sell that house, that money comes right back to you. However, on top of your mortgage payment, you also have to pay interest. And that is just money you are paying to your lender for them allowing you to borrow that money. It's just the extra money you're paying on top and you do not see it again. Number three, you have to pay for home insurance. And that can vary depending on the purchase price of your home. Four, you're also paying property taxes. A lot of property taxes are integrated into your home payments every month. Sometimes you do a lump sum every year, just depends on your area. And number five, you also have maintenance, which is not in your home payment, but like if you have a yard and you have to mow the lawn, that is being factored into your, you know, cost of living. It's almost like part of your rent payment, you know, because when you rent, you don't mow the lawn, but when you own, you do have to mow your lawn. Maintenance and renovation are huge, right? Like that's how much money you're putting into it. And when you go to sell it, not every renovation is going to increase the value of the house as much. You know what I mean? Like that's a whole different other math problem. All of these are quick maths, you know? Watsa and I, from where we are, we don't know your situation and we can't give you you know, a black and white answer of, yes, you should buy, yes, you should rent. It totally depends on your circumstances and what your goal is out of your living situation. So there are some other factors that you should consider that are not quantifiable, such as the stability of owning a home. When you own a home, you don't have a landlord. And so you can live there as long as you want. But if you're renting, you have a landlord, if they decide to sell the house or if they want to do anything, they can just have you leave after your lease ends. Two, financial predictability. When you own a home, you know what your payment will be every month. However, when you rent, sometimes your rent can go up, it can go down. Again, not everything is in your control when you rent. I was just going to say, your third one, freedom to renovate. I feel like I would go crazy renovating. Like I would get bored and be like, oh, actually, I think I want to change it up, which honestly, again, that would bring me joy. So maybe it's worth it. But yeah, it's kind of a big thing to think about. Like, yeah. Yeah. So the third thing was when you own, you can renovate freely, which is great. You can customize the space, make it work for you. It's your space. Like that's the awesome part about it. And I totally agree with that aspect. Yeah. And sometimes renovating does put value into the home. Like if you put an addition on your house and you add an extra bathroom and an extra bedroom, that's huge value to be realized. But other renovations, like, I don't know. I don't think all renovations bring 
increase in value in your home proportionate to how much the renovation cost? I think if you're a fixer upper too, like that would be me with a house. Like I would just be constantly DIYing stuff and probably breaking stuff. And, you know, whoever ends up having to live with me, they're going to be like, what's up, what the heck? I will say my apartment, the lighting drives me crazy. And I always say that if I owned my apartment, I would totally change up the lighting. There's some areas in my apartment that are just dark and there's like no light bulb in sight that I wish I could just add light. So there is there is a pro to owning. We, we're not against owning. We're just trying to drive home the point of it's not always the best answer. Yeah, exactly. It's a lifestyle choice, not an investment choice. And that is firmly my opinion. Mm-hmm. Some other things to consider are the pride of ownership. Some people love owning a home. And they derive a lot of happiness from owning. My mom in her little garden. Yeah. She's so proud of it. It's so cute. She'll literally FaceTime me and be like, I'm watering my plants. And I'm like, oh my God, the jungle. (laughs) So sweet. Other things. Number five, the growing equity in your home that you can borrow against. So I don't know all the specifics, but when you are looking to buy another home, you can use some of the equity in your old home to help you in buying a second home, something along those lines. Like you have equity and it can grow. So even just like owning a home, if the real estate market starts going up a lot, like it has during COVID, you can sell at a high and then profit money. And lastly, the flexibility. Renters have a way more flexible living situation than homeowners. Like Butts and I were saying, we don't know if where we're living is our forever home and we don't want to you know, grow roots here necessarily until we're sure. So we'd rather be renting so that we can pick up and move as our careers are changing and as our wants and desires become more clear to us. And we also, I don't think Buds and I really want to mow a lawn right now. No, I literally, it's the worst thing ever. Well, I shouldn't say it's the worst thing ever, but like, it's just a lot of work. I'm kind of lazy. That's like one thing. Yeah. Also, in terms of flexibility, I know someone who was looking to move to like Bend, Oregon, and before they they didn't know the area that well. So before they started looking at buying houses, they went and rented a house first. That's a good idea, just to get a feel for it. Kind of what I'm doing, right? With you know, and even you, because like Columbus isn't your hometown, but for me, like going somewhere outside of Columbus because Columbus is, is my home hometown it, it was like okay like I just want to try something new and then I just happened to like New York otherwise I had options I was like I could do Chicago I could do Seattle I could go to all these different places right so that's kind of the point of it and but I, I think too you know a lot of people say this but especially in like a high cost of living city like again lifestyle choices if you're trying to have a kid then maybe like putting your kid in New York public city schools or like private schools here like it's very expensive versus doing that in a suburb of honestly anywhere is so much different so it's just interesting right because there's all these other costs associated you have your rent cost whether or not you're renting or paying a mortgage but then you also have the cost of where you're living right like schools or food or whatever it is like ubering cars things like that it goes into a whole separate thing and a lot of that is based off of where we live Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we didn't even touch on your school district, but that's another huge thing. I know some people, when 
they really want to get their kids into a great school district, but they can't necessarily afford to own a home in that district. They will look to just rent a, an apartment or a house in that area where they can have an address and then get their kid in that school. So there's other things to consider. But yeah, if you are just like moving to a new city, but you don't know where you want to live, I think there's no harm in renting before you buy. Buying is a little bit more permanent. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think, you know, we talk a lot about how we don't want to buy now, but we do, I think, both of us at some point in the future, thinking of our future lifestyles and what we want out of life, it is an option, right, is to buy. So I think for me, I don't know. It really depends on a lot of factors. I would love to move somewhere warm and get a house there. And then I feel like for me too, if I needed, you know, to host my family or they wanted to stay with me or something like that, then I think I would need a bigger space than what I'm living in now in New York City. And that would push me to live somewhere totally different, right? So I think in that situation, that's also a big factor. Like if you're housing so many people and you need such a big place, then as the number grows, kind of like Maeve said, like multifamily or, you know, multi, what was the word you used? Multifamily house hacking? Yeah, like if I were to try to do some multifamily house hacking, then I think in that sense, it makes it makes a whole lot of sense, right? So also, I think it would be so fun to live with my mom. I feel like Aww. we'd have a girl. Yeah. She would probably drive me crazy, but I feel like I would hire help around the house, like, you know, like someone who will do like cooking and cleaning, and then I can do work. But then, so then my mom can be on their back and not my back, and then when it's time to have fun, she'll be there to have fun. <laughs> Maybe we should yeah. take this part out. But I'm this is just me just talking. <laughs> yeah, no. No. I agree. I think that like personally where I am in life, I'm not sure if where I'm living is where I want to be for the next five years. In fact, I pretty much know it's not where I want to be for the next five years. So I'm just like I don't really want to buy here unless I'm buying an investment property that is multifamily. It's going to be pretty much paying for itself and more. But that's also not my focus right now. I think I've been focusing on, you know, investing in the stock market and investing in my travels. I would consider that investing because I'm young and I don't have dependents. So traveling is a lot easier. But yeah, definitely like down the road, I think I'd love to own. But right now, I kind of love just being able to say, oh, I think I'm going to take a job in Seattle and then just move there. Yeah. No, for sure. I meant to say this. I would love to own a home so I could like have a pool and have like an outdoor area. I have like a little balcony on my apartment and I love it. I'm out there almost every day when it's nice out. And I just wish like I could have more people out there with me, you know, and like there's so many pros to owning, but I'm not in a place in my life where I think I absolutely need them. It's just something I want one day. Yeah, no, I'm in the absolutely the same boat. I think in the future, I want all of that. Pools are also kind of expensive to maintain, which is interesting about houses. But I think there's a lot of things, right? Like, part of me wants a slide that goes from the kitchen to the basement. How cool would that be? That'd be cool. Also kind of ridiculous, but why not? <laughs> yeah, but like when you own, you can have these ridiculous little toys in your home that when you rent, you can't just like install a slide. Yeah. No, for sure. Maybe that's a good thing and a bad thing that I can't just install a slide. Otherwise, you know, I would have a freaking jungle gym in my house. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> no, that would be cool. 
That'd be cool. I saw this YouTube video where, you know, those water fountains that they have on college campuses where it's like you can fill up a water bottle on it too. Yeah, the office has those too, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're like, oh, they're also in airports now. Yeah. Um, this one woman installed one in her home. And oh my I was God. Like, that's kind of fun. Um, she just did. She, she has like five kids and she was like, I hate how they all grab a cup. Every time they just want a sip of water and then they put it in the dirty sink and then they just have so many dishes. So she's like same though. I do that all the time. And then I have to like, I am pretty good about my water bottle, but that's a good point. But you know, you can do those fun things when you own. Can't really do it here. All right. So in conclusion, we can't give you a black or white answer on whether you should rent or buy. That is something you are going to have to look up yourself and really think about it. Once again, we recommend NerdWallet's rent versus buy calculator. So definitely go there. And we hope that we give you some insight onto whether you want to rent or buy. All right. We will talk to you guys again next time. Thanks for listening. See you guys in our next episode. Bye.